Hi everybody. And tonight we're doing a host pick episode. For those who have not heard a host pick episode before, it's when one of the hosts makes the other hosts watch a thing that could be a movie or it could be a TV show or it could be a short film series of short films YouTube video. It's whatever whatever they want you to watch as long as it's around movie length or shorter and available on one of the major streaming platforms or otherwise free online okay. so it was mama k's turn this time around and she had us watch a thing what did you have us watch <laughs> i did have you watch a thing i had you watch a final episode uh from one of the seasons of the great british bake-off which is currently playing on netflix the great british baking show or the great british the baking title. show yeah it's gone it has hmm, interesting yeah i think it's officially the great british baking <clears throat> show but when they refer to it here like on pbs they always say the gbbo which is different but it's the i always same thought thing. it was bake off as well yeah this thing on here says great british bake off yeah but on netflix it's definitely called great british breaking show and right. also uh we watched season six on netflix but i'm uh, according to uh wikipedia here it's season nine right so you care to explain why that is so people know which one we're actually talking about i don't really know if i can explain why that is but there is a discrepancy with with what netflix is calling their seasons and how they're listed on like wikipedia and how how they've been done through like the bbc so I did have you watch what's listed on Netflix as season six, um, which is actually season nine of The Great British Bake Off. Um, what I really wanted us to watch, however, was the actual season six, not the Netflix season six, which was three seasons before the episode that we watched. And I can tell you why I wanted you to watch that one, if that helps a little bit. Um, we're in uh, this is spoilers because everything's a spoiler right so um the winner of season yeah we're six. spoiling it we're, we're spoiling it here now so if you have any interest <laughs> in the season six or season nine right. uh great british break if you have an interest in the show you've probably already seen it i don't think there's probably a lot of new <clears throat> converts on the regular so these we're spoiling those two seasons it sounds like yeah right so um series six british series six uh the winner of that series was a woman called nadia hussein and I have been following her career um, since her win, or since we in America were able to see the win, which were usually at least a series behind, maybe two series behind, because um, it comes, it, it's released in Britain, and then there's some time, and then it comes on PBS, and then there's some time, and then it comes on Netflix. So by the time we get the Netflix series, we're, we're behind schedule. So Nadia Hussein is, uh, she's now a full-time full-time baker she's got several cookbooks that she's put out there but she also has books on mental health and she's really put out there her struggle with um with anxiety and depression that she's had her whole life she's um i don't really know how old she is she looks ageless but she's probably 40 maybe let little i don't i don't want to say uh, she's she's thir 36 okay yeah she's she but she looks amazing right and she looks like she could be 22 yeah, um she does and she has a she has a family and her kids are you know she's got kids that are you know rather older and um i just think that it's amazing because the whole premise of the show is that you get bakers that are 
what you would call home bakers. They don't have shops and they don't have, you know, they don't have places where they sell their goods. They basically make things that their families like to eat. I don't want to throw it out there and saying that they're average bakers because that's certainly not the case, but they are definitely, they do it, it seems for the love of baking. And to throw them into sort of this fishbowl where it's a competition, uh, but a British competition, which we can talk about a little bit, um, is is really fun to see. And I think it's doing it a disservice by picking only one episode, but I think picking an episode where you're where you have a winner is probably you know it's kind of fun just to sort of see the whole thing come to fruition so uh, that was my issue with this is that I really wanted to talk about Nadia a little bit and I so I just did and I think I did her a uh, good service I don't know Nicole Do you know who you... that is Nicole yeah I was gonna say you're because Nicole's a uh, in the, um, the baking world so I didn't know if maybe you uh I've watched I've watched this show in the past I can't rem- I don't remember which ones I've seen full through um, she looks familiar when I look at her. I can't remember her particularly on a season I watched. There's another woman that I remember um, that obviously her name is slipping my mind at this moment. But um, Who's the person like that comes to mind when you think of Great, great British Bake Off? Or the great in British Bake terms show? of contestants? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I can't remember her name right now. <laughs> I gotta look it up real quick. What is she, what is she um, like? What's her like? She's, she's Indian as oh, well. But Chetna? She has white hair chetna that might yeah i remember her when i think of this show yeah a lot of um, flavor i guess she didn't i guess she didn't win no but um that's who i think of there's also a i think a bald guy on her um season as well that i think of but i yeah. like this show because i really do appreciate that they take people that enjoy doing this as a hobby and as their their love language to their family and this is what they grew up knowing is the personal flavor profiles from their families and i like that this show gives them the opportunity to do things that they've practiced and are familiar with and it really makes for for good tv when you expect these people who have like practice these things when they fail it's like come on you got to try like you got to train for it (laughs) um but that's what i like about the show the most and i also love the wittiness of the panel so i was really excited that you picked this (laughs) so let's just get a general thought that's your general thought we know that you've got some background brennan what was your thought is this the first time you've watched a full episode all the way through uh you've had it on and I've been in the room, and I've like looked up, uh, and I think Nicole's thinks once or twice has had it on at some point. Uh, but no, I've, I don't know any like the only person I know on this is Noel Fielding, the one of the presenters, because he's on another show that I've watched before that I like. Uh, so I at least I knew who he was. Uh, I don't know these other three, the two judge judges, or the woman, the other woman presenter. Um, and I, I don't, you know, reality shows, cooking shows, they're not my forte. I, I watch a couple. There's a couple I like, and I'll compare this to those when we get into questions. Uh, but I, this, I do not care for this at all. I don't like this. <laughs> uh, I was fighting with my eyelids the whole time. Um, it's, it's extremely uninteresting. And this is the finals that I thought the dishes, the, the amateur bakers made were 
pretty lackluster, honestly, and um, it, the, not, nothing really appealing about this to me at all. It's such a disappointment that this mix-up with the seasons happened because I agree with you <laughs> that this is one of the most lackluster ending showstoppers. Not ending like who won, but more uh, the things that they baked this time. I mean, they've never had them go outside and bake pita bread or pita, pita bread. Um, they made three dishes and everyone's looked not great. Like, they yeah. all looked... Like pretty weak, honest. I was like, because I watch, I've seen other baking shows. I'm like, or other other cooking competition shows, and the finals, like everyone's really good, and like the final showstopper or whatever they had here, hmm. th- all those cakes looked ugly. I thought they looked bad. I, I like, not that I could do better, but this is supposed to be the best. And like, well, I have ter- in my notes good. under showstoppers that they are all so ugly. Um, because they, they're, they're the worst, right? And you, Nicole's you, made so many better cakes, and I know she's a bit like, but like, as a former, she's a former cake decorator. But these look—I mean, I don't know what their time limit is. Well, I appreciate it, that compliment because those things were horrible. <laughs> they're bad. They, I mean, some of the stuff was kind of fun, um, but I think that those were, yeah, really bad representations, even of what some of them had done during the season. I had seen the whole season previously and I rewatched this last episode. Um, but It's a weird choice too, for an ending showpiece. Make three baked items. It's not even like make it an elaborate tiered cake or sh- chocolate showpiece or something. It's literally like, make a scenery. And that's flat. It's not like anything fun. The weird part is that everybody sort of took the same uh... spray painted. Uh, cream yeah, puffs that the everybody... spray painted cream puffs look horrible. <laughs> yeah. They all look horrible. None of them which, look good. I'm like, which sucks this looks because bad. cream puffs are one of the most delicious things ever. I mean, the one girl like... couldn't make a mold, so she just put a bowl on her thing. Like, yeah, all she the, had to do like, was turn the bowl everything... upside down, and it would have made a bowl. She she was trying to stuff the isomalt into the bowl yeah all she needed to do is flip it over and and let it let it harden she would and then something that i'm not trying to to knock people that make these things but like making pita bread doesn't seem like something that would be in a finale episode when there's more technical things to be done like yeah it's, it's it's a skill to know but it's nothing like when they show other like if you've seen the show before, like, you know, they make some crazy uh, concoctions and, and fill cakes with 15 different layers. Like those types of things are more technical, more so than going outside and fighting the elements to make salsa and pita bread. Really weird. Let's talk a little bit about that. So we've got, when we, the show starts, we've got two presenters and two judges. They've kind of, the only thing that has been that has stayed the same throughout the whole series is Paul Hollywood, who is one of the judges. Uh, yeah. But his, Prue is his second judge that he worked with. That was Mary Berry to start with, and then um, these presenters. I think are the second set of presenters. If that's, I think the first ones were yes. Sue and Mel. Um, yes, and then and Brennan, you know who Mel is because she also was on the show with Noel Fielding. She was her, her, his kind of. Oh, you're right. Uh, he, she was. Yeah, the first I forgot about host. her. Yeah. And so when they were on, I mean, I think Mary Berry and Paul played off of each other really well because Mary Berry's this uh, octogenarian. You know, she's like you expect her to make a Victoria sponge, at, you know, with her eyes closed, and then you've got right. Paul, Paul, who wants every, you know all the bells and whistles that he can get, but they were good together, I think. Um, and also the, um, the presenters were, 
they were a little more like you know mouth mouthy british you know what i mean they had a little bit more they a little bit more zing to them a little bit more naughtiness i guess and how they do and then they had yeah cheeky's a good word and noel and sandy come on and every so often i think sandy's a little cheeky the only thing that the noel brings to like a goth sort of situation and of course his clothing is really yeah, always very so extreme much. yeah but i grew i you know i grew they grew on me and, and it was and it was fine uh but the contestants that we had at the end the three final contestants we had um, may i jump in i'm sorry oh yeah quickly. no there's a new judge this year yeah who is the brennan is the brother <laughs> of rebel wilson in rebel wilson in in what is that movie oh matt lucas yes yeah. matt lucas why is he a judge i don't, I don't know <laughs> i'm not sh- no he's not a judge he's a presenter he's a, a presenter he's a host I, okay that's a weird choice <laughs> that's another thing is i've seen Noel on the other show which is the, the show's called taskmaster and it's like a it's a comedy show and everyone does like little skits and stuff and they do little challenges and it's all comedic based and he's very funny in that show there is no spice at all with these four with these four these two judges well, and two presenters they are i think it's bland it's, as hell they don't do that's anything what it's supposed to be in this in my opinion this the this stars of the show are the bakers like yeah we, right see american judges so differently in this sense like they're here to actually judge what the people are doing not to make a spectacle out of themselves to say that oh wow this person is a judge on this show i'm gonna watch it because i like the judge like like the mass singer when we watch that you know that what's her name uh mccarthy jenny jenny mccarthy's on there because she wants to be known as the judge on the show and that's like that's not what these people are trying to do, in my opinion. I compare it to if I compare it to the the only like really the only cooking show I watch somewhat consistently, which is Master Chef, which is also an amateur these amateur chefs, and they're they're not like professionals, like uh, so it's kind of similar in that way. And the challenges that they do are fun and interesting. And you know, Gordon Ramsay, you, you can have your opinion on him, but they have other judges that come in that are all much more interesting and like more like they add a add a thing to the show. The production is more entertaining. Like there's just it, this is just like the blandest thing I could ever think of. Like I'm surprised they don't just it, it could be a soup making show. Is is how bland it feels. <laughs> it feels like nothing. Like it's like oh, it's like wall paste. It's horrible. It's so boring. It's not. It's the brightest, sunniest little you know wallflower in the room is what it is. That's the like. If you think great grandma's living room is exciting, then yes, I suppose that you might find this exciting. This is it's it's so dull. I don't think it's about excitement, and I think that's part of. I mean, that's one of the things. One of the questions, or one of the things I want to discuss about it is like, this is a. It's a. It's a show about you know. It's a contested. They're they're they're, you know, they're trying to win something. But how is this so different from all of the other? you know, shows that are like this. I mean, particularly American shows when they're cooking shows or whether they're, you know, Survivor or Big Brother or whatever it is, it's so vastly different. And the camaraderie, which didn't show through on this episode, unfortunately, I mean, it's not like it was bad, but it just wasn't what it normally is, is so, uh, it's, that's the, that's the part of it that's great, that's engaging. I, you know, the hosts and the, the judges, that's all, they need it to be there, they're necessary or whatever. But I really think it's like the relationships that form that there's never anybody that's like, you know, 
harassing anybody or catcalling anybody. It's always, sometimes there are people that are just like lost and other, and then they help one another. It's just like the most, it's the strangest game show. That sounds terrible. Ever. That sounds terrible. It's It's not though. It's beautiful. Yeah, it is. It's beautiful and it's wholesome and. Who likes conflict? Let's let's let, oh, oh, I'm sorry, your equipment broke. You want 15 more minutes? And it's it's also not, I mean. stupid. There is conflict. The conflict is always about. You know, especially in at least two of the three challenges, they, they've practiced all these things to varying degrees of, of success. And now they have to come on and do it under these constraints. So it's really about being, you know, it's 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 the whole, it's how you live your life. You're, it's a, you're you know, up against yourself every time. One of the most, that, that's right. One of the most um, memorable things about this show, I think, if you talk to somebody about this, well one of the most memorable memorable things to me is these bakers are when they put their food in the oven they sit on the floor and watch the oven <laughs> bake the food because they are so intent on get making sure it's perfect because they're trying to prove to themselves that they can do this right that's what i think is so genuine about it because these people legitimately care about what they're doing and it's you know, it's them, ma- you know, making themselves feel like they're worthy of being there. So you don't need someone walking around heckling them, um, you know, to the, not past the degree that they are. Like, it just doesn't need to be this this grandeur of a show. It's literally we're watching people bake. Like, that's what the show is about. Baking is not that's always exciting. glamorous. <laughs> well, to other people, it is. Well, and it's, it's not, not even. Why does it have no to be one. exciting? Why can't it just be like life affirming and like you know this yeah, or is calming even yeah it's when i watch a competition show i expect a competition i don't this ex- is a i don't want to watch it i don't want to watch the guy sit i don't want to watch the guy sit on the floor and watch his cake bake like that's not interesting okay well then you move you progress through the show and there's a whole portion of the show where everyone is blind judged against each other and there's fit there's 15 cakes in front of the judges and they say this one is shit the one next to it is amazing, mm-hmm. and you see the people's like their hearts shatter when they're the shitty cake, and right. it's like it's it's real life feeling to to people. I don't know why competition doesn't always have to be conflict. I mean, I think maybe is that well, what that's the you miss conflict. Well, if I think about every competition show, I like I, like the ones that I've watched over the years and I've liked, and you know, you got Sur- Survivor. We watched the show The Circle. Like it's all about people like. Like they make alliances and they get mean to and they get mean to each other and the judges have personality and they add flair to the show and there's and those shows are all scripted they're not real the, the, this show is well, how, real I mean show. scripted to I never thought about that piece of it I because when I watch it when I watch a competition show I, I like the drama of the show I like to see who's getting fighting with who and like who's like and and when stuff when they're fighting each other and then one over defeats i want to see someone defeat someone i don't want them to be like i'm just trying to you know be the best i I don't want their opponent to be themselves i want their opponents to be their opponents yeah they're i mean the only opponent in this show is is themselves like they're not because they they're the contestants are smart enough to know that there's nothing that they can do that's going to affect I can admit, I was just going to say, I can admit me and Mama K may have a bias of we both like to bake and we both <laughs> like shows where it's something that's interesting to us. Like, yeah, it's understandable if you wouldn't like this type of show, but um, it's very, it's still calming and still an, uh, something to watch when you feel like you want to be 
um, excited for, to watch people's success. You know, it doesn't right. have to be a fake. It doesn't have to be fake Survivor where the guy pretended his grandma died or whatever. That was that's scripted. That doesn't make me feel any type of way. I mean, I like that kind of stuff too. I I, I like, but I have room. I think there's room in my life for both, and I think this is just serves a totally different part of me than the other does. I don't, uh, I I don't necessarily want to have one without the other, but I think this this is really just it feels zen and it feels grounding and it feels real i think that's probably the big thing about it is that it feels it feels real where the other stuff does you know seem scripted and no one's ever surprised when they're like oh you know this was you know they they meant for this to happen and the producers you know put this kind of stuff no one's ever surprised about that well um if it came out though on this show i would be like what no i can't i can't that also there's also a thing and there's some people who like like i i clearly like scripted movies like movie movie like i like documentaries too but movies that are scripted and like stories that are written i tend to find more entertaining and there are there's a group of people who and it's not a a dumbness like it's just a choice in what they want to watch they want they watch a lot more reality things and even if it's the fake scripted reality TV, they they they, they prefer that to stories and characters. And, like they they just want to watch people doing shit. And unless unless you are a really creative like, filmmaker behind the camera, which I don't think there's anything particularly creative about how they shoot this show, or if the if there's some sort of hook gimmick thing, otherwise you it's just watching people do stuff. And I don't find pe- watching people do stuff with no flair entertaining. Well, I think that they must do some work in post-production because I would have to agree with you that if we were just watching people measure flour and, you know, uh, whip cream all the time, then yeah, that's probably true. But it's, those things are interesting. Like for me, I feel like when they're getting ready to start their bake and it's the first bit, that's probably like, that's just revving up because you know, you know, something's going to happen. Somebody's, you know somebody's pita's not going to rise and you know and you're just like playing off who's it going to be you know is it going to be one of your favorites what's going to happen i don't know i just i like the thought of it i want to talk a little bit about the three finalists that um are in this episode uh we have kim joy who uh is a she's a mental health uh teacher at or she teaches I don't know, somewhere around mental health. I'm guessing she's like a social worker kind of thing. Uh, we have Rahul, who is um, a nuclear scientist. I don't know if that came across. Uh, he is working on it. He was at that time working on his PhD. That checks and, out. And uh, we have Ruby. Yeah, it totally checks out. And we have uh, Ruby, who is a project manager. But she also likes to do a lot of very physical things like uh, boxing and kickboxing and things like that. So I think if... Now that you know that, it all sort of, yeah, it it goes, it's spot on. And it's kind of funny because uh, they've all just, des- they were all described in this episode. Kim Joy is whimsical. Ruby is strapping, which I'm guessing is kind of buff, kind of strapping, I, I, I guess. And then Rahul describes himself as depressing. And <laughs> it's like, you guys are like 100% spot on with, all of that. I think it's really kind of funny. You're self-aware, but um, they started off the episode. The first, they do three different bakes. The first bake was on donuts. And my first question when everyone was starting to make their donuts is, uh, do people actually eat donuts in Britain? Because none of those donuts (laughs) look like anything we hear in the States. You know, you're not going to find any of that kind of stuff looking at 
at Dunkin' or, you know, even um, your gourmet donut shops. Well, we know Raul doesn't because he uses the wrong type of icing on the thing. Why so does he, he ever? Buttercream on a donut? <laughs> Are you insane? Um, one of my favorite things about this show is learning the vocabulary to describe different things in British English <laughs> right? than yeah. American English. The, uh, this show is the first time I've ever heard the word stodgy, and oh. I've heard it so often now that I don't know if it's because of that show or if it's just starting to like come up more. It's just like when I first heard the word sabbatical in my life, I've never heard it before then, and then I've heard it so many times since then. But that I, there might be a language barrier sometimes like cookies and and biscuits yeah um where maybe they don't know maybe our donuts are different i don't know yeah i don't they i all was look just like this burnt is... as well like they all look very dark <laughs> i don't know if that was on purpose or if these are just not good finalists because we see what they make later but um well also I, donuts are hard they're not they seem like an easy thing but they're not they're not easy anyway yeah yeah, but if you're in the finals of a baking competition, I'm assuming you could make a donut. But... And right. they do, well, right? but like the one has like no cream in it, and the one is like overflowing with cream. <laughs> and like, some of the toppings are nice. Like this is the, this segment is probably the one where they make the best stuff as far as like I think visually you're right. appealing. I agree with you. Which is, yeah. I mean, they're donuts. I mean, yeah, you know, they make donuts. Yeah, but the guy's icing Paul... bag explodes. What drama? Like I don't know. <laughs> That was super Yeah, but drama. it's him, though. <laughs> yeah, his, I, well, yeah. Raul is the closest thing to an interesting character because he's so bumbling. I don't really get too much personality from the other two in this episode. Maybe they have more yeah. in the season. But, um... I think you, I think you do, because you, by the time you get to this, you, you know them pretty well, but you've had to deal with more, you know, somebody gets voted off every week, and so it's... You don't get quite as much personality. The, the personalities build as you get into the season, you know, more and more. Yeah, and the um, last episode is they're very determined, so I don't think they're yeah. really hyping themselves up to that be like that this time. Right. Mm. Uh, well, and the beginning of this, when they're making the donuts, Paul's like, no, this is very simple. They have to be simple, but perfect. And you're like, oh, my God, that's why doesn't he just say that every time? And I think he might because he's always he like, does. the simpler, the <laughs> better, but they have to be perfect. And you're like, oh, OK. And then you've got, you know, poor Rose, like, I've never had a donut. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, and then they make their donuts and then Noel comes up and says, that's a donut you would get at a funeral. What is that even mean? Like, I don't even think I've ever had a donut at a funeral, even if it's a what morning. What a strange funeral. thing to say. Yeah. He's so like, what are you, you know, and that's sort of his thing throughout. He really kind of, I think he even said something else later in the episode also about, having these donuts at his funeral and whoever was there was like oh god no i don't know how to react to that it's terrible but um and then it makes so the you second... wonder actually why he's judging this show i don't feel like he has any sort of culinary background i don't really think that that's a that's that's not a criteria for the presenters to have <laughs> any true. sort of culinary i think i think they try to get you know all people that are in like comedy world oh i always forget that there that there are difference between them and the judges yeah no the What's judges are very expect? serious i mean proves yes. proves serious paul paul's the closest to somebody being uh you know when you were Brendan before when you're talking about judges being like you know kind of out there and you know all about you know I, I feel like he's sort of like the Simon Cowell of 
a really yeah. kind Simon Cowell. Well, that's what I was hoping. Cowell. I was hoping for like a Simon Cowell or a Gordon Ramsay no. where they're the mean judge, or you got well, the judges on the mass Singer. No, he's not in comparison. The other judges curse out and call them ha- like how terrible they are. This guy will say something like, "Yeah, just uh, missed missed the mark a bit." Like it, that's like as mean as he gets. <laughs> that's not mean. That's that's me like try, like Why hitting the. Why would you need snoo- to be mean to home cooks? Because it's because it's a competition show where I want to see. Right. I want to see. Have to be mean. Point of the show, but no, you don't have to be mean. You could be the wacky judges like they have on the Masked Singer, or you could be like. What's wrong with that judge? Like a Paul Abdul, or you could be like a, an annoying, I don't know where I am, like Randy Jackson judge. You, you, but you need to have a personality. These people don't have personalities to me. I think they do. I think you're. They're think so they muted. They're so muted to like nothing. Like it's I need. It's not muted at all. It's just the personalities are maybe not the kind of personalities that you like to watch. Nobody but would I watch this show I, if the if the judges were mean because you have all of the, everyone would be crying. Everyone. Well, why why do they have to break down? Why do people on other shows not break down crying? Why are these people so fragile? Then I don't understand. It's not about them being other fragile. People cry. Yeah. Also, other shows, I think people are motivated by something different. Like, there's no giant prize at the end of the show. You get a plate made out of glass. There's That's not what a you cash get prize? for winning this. No, there's no cash prize no, for this, this show. It's just them doing it for fun. What is the point of yeah. watching this? What is the point of this? <laughs> because it's great. It's ridiculous. It's so Stop. it's the great British baking show. It. <laughs> you need to help. It's, it's not, uh, you just call it the baking show. That that was that's an appropriate title. The, no, the, because watch. it is a competition. It's not just a baking show. It's a competition. Um, Winner gets a plate. Oh, ridiculous! I didn't even know that. That's so dumb. <laughs> The thing is, is that people who win the show and even people that don't win but have a really good showing, a lot of them have gone from whatever their jobs were before, whether they were like just a grandma or a crosswalking guard or whatever. A lot of these people have become like bakers in their own right. And uh, whether they might be social, have more presence on social media or they might actually do things like Nadia and Candace have written books and go on tours and things like that. I just think it's a great springboard for this kind of this kind of thing and these kind of people specifically that really are they're in a competition they know it's competition but it's really about something that they feel deeply about and and want to share their gift with the world as opposed to it being all about them specifically Mm -hmm. um and i think that's what i that's what i like about it um i had some other things to talk about about the actual um competition pieces but it's none of it was that great i'm not gonna lie because watching them do pita over maybe a campfire if you pick, yeah maybe if we watch this other season where you had a person i just need this we watched there seven people there are seven people on this show and i didn't find any of them in, even the guy i knew from another show who i knew could be interesting i don't find any of them interesting like okay i had are... you watch the wrong episode i mean that was there was i'm, I'm gonna blame bbc for that but yeah i should have you know looked at it closer um, I don't know. I don't know how much. And the, the big me. thing. <laughs> well, the con- the the conflict here was that you're right. You mentioned it earlier that Raul's jar shattered, and it looked like it maybe had rock candy in it, which made it really difficult to understand how you would pick apart rock candy from glass. So they had to do some. Uh, they had to give him a little extra time, which I don't think I had seen before. But uh, for the show shoppers, stoppers, they did make three of the ugliest showstoppers that I've ever seen um, in in history. Um, 
I don't know if I, it sounds like you guys the, all agree the prompt, with me. The prompt just literally doesn't make any sense either. Put three baked items that none of the flavors are go together. Everyone made different things at different different pieces. And then put it together and spray paint it. <laughs> well, except for Kim Joy, who made all gingerbread. Which, oh yeah, it was yeah. Just stupid. Yeah, it was a really bad showing. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. So we have the rolls. Well, I had a personal thing too about all these, all the baking shows, and it's on other cooking shows that I don't that I that I do like. And it's a this is a completely personal thing, but I don't like fruit in any of my desserts, and I always gotta mix fruit into oh, everything, and I don't like. Every why does every dessert gotta have fruit? Why can't there just be a chocolate caramel? The I'll, I'll one up you, Brennan. Everyone on British Baking Show puts fucking rose water and cardamom and stuff. <laughs> oh, and that's the most why do I want? I don't want to eat a I've garden. Like it sounds terrible. Like why? Ooh, I really like the mango custard in this chocolate donut. No, why would you? No, well no, that's the problem. No, you, don't. you don't put chocolate in fruit. We know that that's that's an abomination. So don't chocolate do and that. banana maybe. I know people like chocolate, chocolate strawberry. Chocolate banana is okay. All the rest chocolate of strawberry is not even good. Oh. No, chocolate and citrus is not good. None of oh. I, I'm, I'm. So I'm why does every dessert you? have to have fruit and then traditional <laughs> like sweet like vanilla, chocolate, caramel? Those like traditional desserty flavors. Like I, it, it's not like it's every once in a while or even most of the time. I think every dish had fruit and <laughs> something else mixed. I'm like, why? That's not a good. I don't. Who likes that? Who prefers I think that actually over? A, we are in the mini- minority with that. I'm not gonna lie. I think that. Um, between me and you, I don't know any other people that don't like fruit and chocolate together. So, I just, uh, there's a there's a million different types of cookies and cream, caramel fudge swirl ice creams. How many of the how many fruit and chocolate ice creams are there? How popular are those? They're not because they suck. No one likes that. Yeah, you tell them. <laughs> I, 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 I'm stupid. All those all those chocolate covered cherry lovers. Those seventy five percent of the world. Yeah, you go for that. All those um, chocolate-covered cherry lovers out there, you're wrong. Oh, what the hell's wrong with you? Why do you like that? Stupid. Also, dipping strawberries in chocolate is is an abomination. It's like strawberries Disgusting. are delicious. Chocolate is delicious. Why fuck it up? Ugh. Terrible. Do yeah. I see chocolate oranges? Um, oh. Yeah, or, no, citrus is the worst. Citrus is bad. Um, well, so at the end of the show, we have Raul, Raul who, who is the winner, and... Because this show was not what I was hoping it was going to be. Actually, my favorite part was at after the end, which I hope you watched, uh, sort of a post mm-hmm. pre post credit scene where um, they do a little um, a little. Like, where are they now? Yeah, a little meet up. The you know they show all the different people meeting up and doing things together, like making dinners for each other and sort of just sort of developing their own little their own little enclaves of, of people that is that common for the show or ever where they do like a, everyone hangs out with everyone after the show. Like, is that a, cause it's, there were a lot of groups of people or is that, is that a yeah, typical thing at the end of these shows? That is very, I think that is very common. It's not common that they all hang out together because they wind up being from different parts of, of great Britain, not necessarily even all from England. So it's not practical, I guess, but when they but find the ones that they who are people, near each other, yeah, when they find that they have people that are near each other, that they do wind up hanging out a lot. And I think that they all just sort of wind up having the same sort of sympathetic nature that, um, you know, just really pushes these kind of relationships to happen. Um, and so that was my favorite part of this whole episode was seeing that and that actually Rahul was like, you know, folded into one of those because I kind of feel like he's a little 
a little bit of a lost lamb. He came here from India, I think eight years prior and uh, was living with a, a, an English family and they've sort of, you know, adopted him. And I mean, he still had his family in, in, uh, in India, but it was just, it's just kind of a really great, you know, story the to to follow and he's and he's so you know he i found if you saw him more i don't know he might annoy you even more but i found him to be because everything he did was so self-deprecating even when he would produce the most fabulous looking things and the tastes and flavors and he would win star baker it was still like oh i won star baker yeah okay i told nicole when when he won i'm like he's gonna the first thing he says he's gonna turn to each of them and say sorry he's gonna say he's gonna gonna apologize (laughs) to the other two contestants for winning yeah yeah (laughs) That was that would have been totally his nature. I, I didn't dislike um, him. I thought because I thought he was the closest thing I could like. Oh, I understand this character. I understand who this 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 person is, and their reactions make sense, and it so it adds a little bit of comedic bits. That's what I'm looking for in these shows. Is I want a little bit of like I want to understand who these people are, and like uh, like root for them or root against them, and like have some sort of conflict. The other two women, I just I didn't I don't understand like anything about them. Like they seem very bland, like not 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 interesting, and you know, not that well, Raul try- is super interesting, just in comparison. No, but they try to bring on, you know, they, it's it's like a survivor situation where they try to bring on a lot of people from different background kind of things. I mean, although I mean, Survivor has their backgrounds are way limited, but um, you know, at the beginning of a show, you're going to have you know a guy who's a construction worker and. Um, you know, a lesbian mom of 12 cats or, you know, it's just, there's always this kind of, there's always way different personalities. It's not like 10 grandmas, a Raul and a Kim Joy, you know, that's not what it is. There might be a grandma thrown in, not even every season. I don't think is there like a grandma thrown in, but, um, and, and they tend to be actually the least interesting characters because they're just home making Victoria sponge for their grandkids. So... I don't know. I think when you say that you want them to be characters, I just want them to be real people. And real people are, on the whole, not Boring. interesting all the time. Yeah. Well, so just not constantly why, So why are we watching them? Because that you 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 develop the nuances of these people, and you want to find you want to you want to start rooting for some. You'll find somebody that you want to root for, and then um, I have to admit, on this season, it wasn't Raúl. So I was, you know, I'm. It does, I was sort of indifferent to his win, honestly. So my first question, I think you've answered. Your, who's your favorite contestant and why? You liked Raul because he had some sort of a personality. Nicole, did you have a favorite contestant? Um, out of the three, I think that I think that I would also pick Raul <laughs> because he seems like, mo- like the most underdog of all of them. Mm-hmm. And... I feel like when you put someone like that on the show, and even though we didn't watch the full season, I can imagine how he even just blossomed from the first season episode to this episode, had to have come out of his shell a little bit and showed some confidence and didn't let that that discouraging glass breaking, um, you know, affect him in continuing and finishing his project at the end and that type of person it could be like very difficult to bounce back just his personality where he's so timid and and introverted it seems um you know to see someone like that on this show it really kind of makes me happy i'm glad that people step out of their comfort zone and do that i did like i like the other two as well i like i like ruby she seems like like an 
atypical person to be on this show. And I'm strictly saying that from stereotypical appearance. People probably enjoyed seeing her because she didn't seem like a person want to be on the show. <laughs> um, right. But that just, just like goes maybe to show. Maybe she'd be on a different kind of contestant yeah, show. It just yeah. goes to show that you don't have any idea about a person at all. And, right. um, you know, until you, until you get to know them. And I really appreciate that about her. And I also like Kim Joy because I think that she had the most talent, um, mm-hmm. most artistic ability. Unfortunate, I think it's very unfortunate for all three of these people of what they wanted them to do for that showstopper because it really screwed all of them out of being able to be so creative. And so, the technical challenge, both. I mean, I think they were kind of double-screwed Absolutely. For it, so. I totally agree with that. They could have yeah. made masterpieces if they had yeah. the skill, and I think they all got screwed out of that. Yeah. Donuts were reasonable, and they were the only reasonable thing on the show honestly and they all they all decorated them really nicely so it just shows like they can do that stuff except buttercream that was not good i do i i enjoy all of them for different reasons and i think that's part of it is like they are really three disparate personalities that wound up at the end sometimes that's not really the case but it was in this uh in this season and throughout the season i liked watching kim joy because i think in the beginning she was a lot more timid and you could and she's definitely probably the most artistically challenged of the three i agree um and watching her sort of come out of her her shell a little bit about that was like watching Raul too i think nicole said she was the most artistic not artistically challenged oh did i say art i don't i said art artistic art yes artistic yes yes i don't mean artistically challenged. i meant she was the most uh artistically trained I meant the opposite of artistically oh. challenged. She is not artistically challenged at all. Um, I think right. her whimsy is appealing to me. I like, um, and I like She's that she always whimsical. sort of has this very uh, detailed vision of what she wants to do. And all of her work, you know, I mean, except for the last piece, but most of her work has, has to do with, um, her attention to detail, but her, her flavor profiles don't um, suffer because of that. Cause that's been problems with other t- contestants and, and different seasons that it might look great, but it tastes like shit. So can't have that. Um, so I think I like Kim joy the best, but I do enjoy all, all, th- I do enjoy all three of them. Um, so why can uh, Britain get away with this, but America would not buy it. Like well, you could not make it a show like this in America because and it's boring. And American, it because Americans want shit to happen. We don't want to watch paint dry. That's why. But this is a very popular show in America. Yeah, but like you guys both have a sort of, I guess a little less Nicole, but a sort of like British. Like you guys, you watch Downton Abbey and you watch what's that other one where they all bang each other and it's old Victorian on Netflix. Um, you have this Bridgerton. longing for you, ha- yeah. You have this longing for for the Queen's motherland or whatever the hell. And I, I, ha- I don't. I think if you have that, then yeah, maybe you're the American that would watch this. If you like the royal family, maybe you'd want to watch this because you just like British shit. But like, I, I don't find this. I don't think the average American cares. About if you're gonna, if average Americans gonna watch a cooking show that had that like MasterChef or or nailed it, or it's a comedic baking show and everything's wacky and fun, they don't want to watch just regular people do regular stuff. That's boring. What is wrong That's with Americans? Americans we don't, we 
We don't want to be that's, bored. That's a that's a loaded question. We don't want to be. I mean, bored I think this says a lot about why do we why I do we why do we love TikTok so much? It's quick. It's 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 constant. I find it's this digestible. show to be quite refreshing, and it, I actually find it co- like very calming and enjoyable to watch because there's no there's no host screaming in my face. Damn! Look at that stupid cake or whatever they say <laughs> on the other shows. That's annoying. But also, even. Even though it, it's, I mean, there are times when I find it to be that, to be kind of, you know, calming and relaxing. I also find it a little invigorating. It makes me feel like I, you know, because these people are like home bakers that maybe, you know, it, it gives me that. In, well, it gives me in the incentive to do the things that I want to do and how I want to do them, regardless of what anybody else is going to say. It doesn't necessarily mean baking or cooking or anything that's domestic i'm talking about anything what if i want to go trail hiking and you know maybe that's not something that anybody around me wants to do or you know this sort of just gives me that sort of like you know what everyone else can fuck all and i'm gonna do the things that make me happy and it'd be really great if you know other people would like it too but i think that there's just something to be said about the perseverance of 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 people like this and they're doing it at a i guess me my american just showed through and i just said fuck all so who cares uh but that's not a british way to do it but i just think that there's a little bit about it that makes me think about okay you know pick up that project that you haven't been working on or you said you were gonna start doing this why are you not doing that it's a little motivational for me and i don't know why americans don't i mean they get only motivated by peloton commercials no how narrow-minded I, 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 pe- people want to be entertained and uh this is i mean if you if you have like insomnia like i would definitely recommend this for you because you but will we don't uh, have to be entertained be, all the you'll... time we're supposed to actually be doing stuff like our life is about if you're doing stuff a... though why are you watching a show if you're watching a show to be entertained or to learn something i don't i don't even learn yeah. from this show it's not like a documentary where like i learn a thing about a thing like this was like... such a this was such a not usual uh episode where you i don't think you're getting the full effect of the show yeah i don't think so either but i don't know that he would be like convinced i I don't think he would like it and i i I don't feel like arguing with him anymore about it because we're definitely not going to (laughs) see eye eye on it so well this is why people listen to this because there's conflict it's not just a bunch of people (laughs) talking all civilly that no one wants to hear that show well brennan you really want to know something Uh uh-oh there's a whole world of people out there that have created paul hollywood smut oh god and i think that's fan fiction that's the most important thing of all paul hollywood fan fiction or are you talking about like art what do you say i don't i don't know what you're saying what are you saying okay we've Already established that Paul Hollywood is the Guy Fieri looking judge on oh, the show. Oh, Paul Hollywood. Okay, that guy. Okay. I thought you said there all Hollywood smut. I'm like, Paul, what's, all, what's Paul, all Hollywood? Sorry, my accent's Nicole's having a stroke way. right now. No, no, no. Paul, okay. There's, Brennan needs there's, a hearing aid. Nicole's having I get, a stroke. I get you now. There's fan fiction for that guy, and it's, uh, uh, yeah, it's him. It's yeah. really? sexualized in some way. Yes. I would rather watch what? a 10-minute documentary about that than this actual <laughs> show. I don't think I think in an, if if the show was tweaked, it, there's it could be exciting because there are cooking shows I, I watch that I find entertaining. There's even ones that aren't competitions. Like we watch Diners, Divers, and Dives every time you go to a hotel. That's just what's on, and like it's just better. <laughs> it's ev- like every food related show I've ever seen is just better in some way than this. This is like but that's your opinion because ever. if I 
if I went into, you know, this is not playing on all the hotel TVs, but I would be happy if it were, then I would not have to watch dry, dry, Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives every time I'm going, or oh, the one where the, the guy eats everything. Show. I forget what that one's <laughs> called. It's the, be- it's but... the hotel show, Nicole. Every time we get, Nicole, I get, we don't watch it any other, anywhere else, but when you're in a hotel, you throw And we drivers. don't watch anything else. It is always no. on a on a marathon. <laughs> oh yeah, it's it's on from Particularly when you get there like at Friday four nights. till three a.m. Wake, wakes you <laughs> up weekend. at four a.m. Yeah, Welcome I, everybody. He's Dad, driving up the side like guys. diagonally for some reason. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like well, that. that's I, I would watch this over that. I I do enjoy <laughs> that, but I would watch this over that. Uh, a I couple. Yeah, I watch both too. Um, but I think this has a place, and Brennan doesn't seem to think it does. But so if this isn't what boring, yeah. If this isn't, it's not boring. If this isn't what your jam is, then what would be the perfect show, uh, reality show, contestant-oriented competition? Uh, would you be a contestant on Nicole? I don't have the ability, but I would have the desire to be on the Amazing Race. Yeah. Because that show is phenomenal, and the yes. fact that people got to do that shit for free really pisses me off. Um, <laughs> but I would just never be able to, to even like run, so I would pick that show. Um, yeah, that's a, that, that would be my choice. Okay, in a weird Brennan. way, that's almost in a weird way that's almost a closer version of a show like this that I like, where the teams aren't conflicting with each other, the host isn't particularly interesting, but they do stuff. And like the stuff is interesting. Like the, the teams like that, do the, conflict, though. I mean, in the last you know half of the seasons, at least, or even more. Well, yeah, than when that, I I it, used to watch when like, olden days were like yeah. the teams were pretty cordial with each other, so there wasn't a lot of inner right. team conflict. But at least they did cool stuff, and they went to cool places, and they didn't. You know, it wasn't in a tent for every episode. Um, what would I be on? Um, reality shows are just hard it's hard it's a lot of work like there's just a lot of a lot of the ones are just like difficult or like i don't know how to do it so i guess i'd probably pick like a like a like a social media or like a, like a the circle or big brother or something like that where it's um social competition oh, but you don't have to leave your house on big brother because you were the most um introverted <laughs> <What>? person <laughs> well that's why I'd, I'd pick the circle i'd pick the circle that's what i would pick there you go it's also something though where you're just staying in a place in a house. Yeah, I'm staying in a room by myself, and it's yeah. goofy, and all the all the things are artificial, and it's a, and it's a and it's a game that is not physical in any way because I don't want to do anything where I have to That's run around. Ra- Big Brother has competitions. I said the circle. Oh, the circle. Yeah, he landed on the circle. Yeah, so. I, I'm gonna stick with the circle. It's it's I'm alone in a room. It's not physical, uh, and I I I feel like I have a I actually have a chance on that show. I wouldn't have a chance on amazing race or survivor or or any any cooking show anything where like a skill is involved i don't have like a like what are we, an excel hotkey show like i don't have a skill that's like i don't have a skill that fits a a, um, I have no a reality idea competition said. talk about boring excel yeah hot key. what the hell is that ex- ex- it's uh excel there's key- keyboard shortcuts oh you, sorry it's what it. you do for work yeah yeah, so like, yeah, they don't have a show for that. You know why? Because like, you know, goes right. That would be boring. So they don't have that show. I can't. I wouldn't even watch it. And that's what I do. So, what Can are you? What are you doing? Podcast okay. on it. Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, I'm going to. Um, I, I, you know, I, I too like the Amazing Race very much. Uh, but I'm going to pick Survivor, uh, and I could never go on that show for a myriad of reasons. 
Um, but I could dig like just going away for the 40 days and not being seen by the rest of, you know, like my world. Uh, get voted even... out first and go and like, get put up in the hotel. Oh, for that's what a I'm thinking. A hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> you know, as long as it's Fiji, I'm good. So, um, yeah, especially since they've been doing everything and, you know, they haven't gone back to Africa or Australia where things were really, really, really rough for the contestants. Yeah, I would hate every moment of being out in the rain and being eaten by bugs and not having food to eat. But man, do I love an island and a beautiful sunset and the ocean and kick me off first, Jeff, I'm out. So yeah, it would be Survivor first off. That's what it would be called, Survivor first off. All right, well, that's really all I have. The last thing is just a real basic question of what is, you know, you don't like fruit and chocolate. I don't like fruit and chocolate. What is your favorite dessert? Probably a real thick cheesecake. Hmm. Yeah. Toppings? No toppings? Yes. Um, yes. You like, you like all the toppings? Oreos, cookie dough oh, bites. Okay. I don't care. Anything okay. like that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Bren? Uh, I'm not really a dessert guy. Like, I don't know. Um, I like cookie dough. <laughs> cookie dough is an underrated dessert hey, it's probably, probably, good if, and, 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 like, if you could have a dessert be savory I'd pick something like chips is chips a no. dessert? Right. Well, I, I, I don't. I don't eat cakes or ice creams or pie. Like I don't. You I'm make cake when I make. Who are you? Who, who are you marrying? I'm not really sure what's happening here. Well, I, I like. I'll eat it if it's around, but like, I'm never gonna like. I'm never gonna order it at a restaurant or like go out of my. Like, if I want to have a like a like a little treat, it's gonna be something savory. It's not gonna be something sweet. So, I I love ice cream a lot, uh, but the the favorite of all the desserts is just your basic basic vanilla creme brulee. Don't put you know raspberries on it don't no, put mint exactly. leaves don't no don't make it a amaretto culotta chata flavored blah 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 <laughs> i want strict vanilla bean and i want that crack on the top when your spoon hits it and just to have that you guys like mint chocolate chip flavor. anything mint and chocolate because i think that's almost like that's pretty much as disgusting as fruit to me because I'm like, I don't Only the Girl my... Scout cookies. What are the Girl Scout cookies that are mint and chocolate? Oh, Thin Mints. Yeah, people like those. Yeah, those are delicious. But otherwise, I'm not the biggest. I mean, I'm not going to turn away pretty much any ice cream unless it's too busy. Some of the more bougie ice creams have gotten way too busy. But right cake now, batter. I'm on this... That's a good one. Okay, I'm going to turn down the cake batter that you guys eat. But I'm not going to turn down the cake batter that tastes just like cake batter. The ones that you guys have. The one you're talking about has like... No, I'm not. And... I'm not talking about the birthday cake one. I'm talking about like that yellow oh. paste one. Yes, that's I like the best. That it's I might pick that as my like... favorite. If I could do that in a milkshake, I might do that. That might be my dessert. Glorified vanilla, but it's so thick and delicious. Yeah, yeah, so. that's good. Well, that's all I got. I mean, thanks for you know indulging, indulging mm-hmm. in this delicious treat. Um, there oh, are so many seasons, Brennan, to you know. If you felt like you needed to catch up on I, any of that. I don't think this is there's anything on this show that will win me over. I, I, maybe I one time we could just watch the Nadia episode and then you can, maybe you'll turn the corner. You might even I, shed I, a tear. I find that <laughs> shed a tear. Maybe I find that extremely extremely hard to believe. Yeah, she's, uh, just, she's, she's on Instagram. You'd love you know, All these bit. people, I'm sure, I bet you could make a show around them where it's interesting, but uh, the show itself is just... 
Actually, she has a show on Netflix. Now that I think about it, she 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 has her own show on Netflix. Which I'd bet it's better um, than this. Like whatever it is, mm. it could it could be it could be really mediocre. It'd still be better. All right. Well, thank you, Mama for that um, mm-hmm. Thanks, Mama episode. Kay. Yeah. So we got regular regular movies coming up. You know, where this conflict and storylines, plots, characters, oh, things, that, things to talk so about. Boring. You know, inter- more interesting things to talk about. Uh, so, if you have anything to recommend to us, films with the women in my life on Facebook, reach out to me on Instagram. I am Brendan underscore Podhost, and you can email the show filmswiththewomen at gmail dot com. Thanks, Mama Kay, for the host pick. Thanks, Nicole, for being on. Yep. Yeah, thanks. Till next time, this is Brennan signing off saying thanks for listening and enjoy your movies. Thanks for listening to Films with the Women in My Life. If you enjoyed being a listener in our life, please rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on your favorite podcast app. Keep up with the latest from the show on Instagram at Brennan underscore podhost, on Facebook at Films with the Women in My Life, and on Twitter at Films Women Pod. Finally, you can email the show with questions and suggestions at filmswiththewomen at gmail.com. Original music for the show was created by Ian Burke and Chris Iwanek. Original artwork created by Nicole D'Alessio. This show is produced by Brennan Snyder. Thank you again for listening and enjoy your movies.